This episode is brought to you by Pink Salt Riot. Pink Salt Riot is a lifestyle brand for Christian women seeking to live with beauty and create moments that kindle personal revival and spark conversations. The handmade products include words or symbols that bring your spiritual intentions into your everyday experience of life. Pink Salt Riot has a bohemian aesthetic realized through unique hand-drawn and laser-cut pieces, all women-made in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I absolutely love Pink Salt Riot, y'all. Everything about their handmade products is amazing, including the jewelry. I love their stickers. And whoo, this Christmas collection is everything. Head over to Pink saltriot.com. That's P-I-N-K-S-A-L-T-R-I-O-T.com. Or follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Pink Salt Riot. Again, that's at Pink Salt Riot. You are now tuning in to Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. LaTanya Moore. This is the place where we cover all things related to your spiritual maturity. I'm talking topics, experiences, and application. It's also the place where you can receive practical tips to strengthen your relationship with God. Hashtag practical. So let's not waste any time. Let's jump right in to today's episode. Hey, 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 come on in, have a seat at the table. Welcome, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Spirituality Podcast. Listen, if this is your first time here, where have you been? (laughs) Come on in, you're now family, but I need you to go back and listen to those other episodes because listen, We've been dropping gems for an entire first season. We are on season two now. So you got to go back and get the good stuff. Okay. Listen to that first season because there are so, so many things there. Y'all, I am so excited about this episode. Listen, today we are talking about fasting. Can I just say that I had another episode planned for this week? And, you know, the way my obedience is set up, the way Holy Spirit is set up in my life, he just doesn't play any games. And so he was literally just speaking to me about fasting. And when I tell you, he let me know that it felt urgent. I was like, Lord, this feels urgent. So urgent that he placed someone in my spirit who I know is a person who fasts all the time, a person who lives a fasted lifestyle. So I am so excited about this episode. Listen, it's about to be everything, okay? So as I think about fasting, I just want to, you know, just spend some time just thinking about what fasting means. Of course, you know, I'm going to do a little bit of this topic and then we're going to jump right into the E, the experience where we really have Eric Marsh, um, who is going to share so much about, you know, fasting and what fasting um, has done really for his spiritual maturity. Y'all, I'm fasting right now. I mean, when I tell you that fasting has definitely increased my spiritual maturity. I mean, my ability to hear from God, to gain clarity, to increase my self-discipline, just to really go deeper with him. Because remember, this season we are going deeper. So fasting is one of the ways to really do that. 
it did not happen overnight for me at all. I had to build my faith muscles and really learn to actually follow through. <laughs> I remember my flaky days of fasting. I'm like, oh, I start fasting and I get hungry. I'm like, oh, let me just go get a snack. But I'm no longer that way. You know, I can fast and fast for days, different types of fast. And um, I really had to build that stamina. But what is fasting? Fasting is intentionally denying the flesh in order to gain a response from the spirit. I'll say that again. Fasting is intentionally denying the flesh in order to gain a response from the spirit. It means really renouncing like all the natural things that you would normally be taking in um, in order for spiritual breakthroughs to happen. And I normally fast corporately. So with a group of people, um, especially with the group that I'm a part of, as well as personally. So I learned, once again, I built that faith muscle and that um, fasting muscle in order for me to just fast on my own. And I didn't necessarily need anyone to, you know, fast right um, with me. And so now I start fasting whenever God says to fast or whenever I am really seeking God for something. And so, you know, that is so important to me. Y'all, let me just tell y'all. Fasting is so important for your clarity. It's so important for your spiritual growth. It is so important to really strengthen your relationship with God because denying your flesh so that spiritual growth can happen is just so important. But y'all be kind of flaky. I'm talking about, I gave the Pray, Plan, Prosper participants a three-day fast. Do you know that one of them told me, you know, I was trying, but you know, I ain't really, I didn't do so well. And I was like, what? It was a Daniel fast. You just had to let meat go. Um, you know, let all your other, your sweet drinks go. Literally Daniel fast is just, you know, eating fruit, vegetables, and drinking water. Most of the time I add a protein and that protein is probably some nuts. So I'll add that, um, or maybe some brown rice. But I was like, what? <laughs> it was three days. How in the world did you not fast for three days? Like, you know, and the thing is, you know, we are putting down our plates for our purpose. We're putting down our plates so that God can, you know, bring a new level of clarity. So, y'all, we got to learn more about fasting. And that's why we're doing this episode. And that's why the Lord said it was urgent. And that's why I follow his spirit. Okay. So fasting can take so many different forms. You know, um, some people, you know, like the Daniel fast and the Daniel fast is the most popular one that I hear people talk about all the time. Daniel fast is, again, just that, you know, putting down, you know, everything besides fruit, vegetables, water, and like I said, nuts. And so there's a list of things, you know, that you can have a partake of on a Daniel fast. To me, I learned so much about the Daniel fast just this year. I have been doing these Daniel fast and, you know, really just following, you know, not necessarily the, the crowd, <laughs> but corporately following the Daniel fast. And then I started to read Daniel for myself and I really learned a lot more about it, you know, when I was actually in an intercessors course this year. And in that course, you know, we were just talking about the story of Daniel and the reason why Daniel fasted and Daniel was fasting for answers and God sent the answers immediately, immediately God, God sent the answer, but the enemy was holding those answers up 
Okay. And so because the enemy was holding the answers up, it took 21 days for the answer to come to Daniel. So Daniel stopped fasting when he got the answer. He was seeking God, but he stopped fasting when he got his answer. So we talked about this concept of Daniel fast being, you know, 21 days. Well, really, if God would have spoken to Daniel on the third day, Daniel would have stopped fasting. If he would have took 100 days to get to Daniel, Daniel would have fasted for 100 days. And so, you know, when we think about fasting, I want you to think about it like, you know, I am seeking God for something. I am denying my flesh so that I am, you know, receiving clarity from God, right? I'm receiving something. I'm looking for an answer. And so whenever that answer comes, then you can stop fasting. Unless, of course, you're doing like a corporate fast and everybody is fasting for 20 days, 30 days, what have you. But I think this topic is so important because, you know, God is doing so much right now, you know, just shifting us again into this new year. And so I believe that God is really calling us to deny our flesh for some things. Listen, your girl is a lover of cupcakes. Okay. I'll say that again. Your girl is a lover of cupcakes. But let me just say to you, when I'm fasting, listen, I put the cupcakes down because I know that cupcakes are a temptation for me. And to me, letting go of the cupcakes is a whole sacrifice because they know me by name at small cakes. <laughs> okay. So fasting is much more than, you know, just putting out the one thing that you like, but it's really denying that flesh. It's denying everything. It's, it's pulling something from your gut, literally your gut. That's where the Holy Spirit lives. He lives in your gut. And so God wants to do something with that area of your life when you fast. Um, I remember being on a corporate fast and I encountered um, someone who had the gift of prophecy. And she said to me, she said, are you fasting right now? And I thought, okay, lady, it's a little weird, you know? And she says, and I'm asking because I'm literally, I'm looking at you and God is just showing me a picture of him pulling things from you, like cleansing you. And it isn't just food. It is bad habits. It's people. It is, you know, old mindsets. It is, you know, other things that she just kept naming. And I thought, whoa, this is amazing. And so just to know that God cares about us so much that during a fast, that's what he would pull from us. That's amazing. Okay. So I brought someone on who has a fasted lifestyle, who really believes that fasting is the way to go to really strengthen your spiritual maturity, to really build and strengthen your relationship with God and really get the clarity, the confirmation and the answers that you need. Um, I know Eric because um, we actually attended the same church for a while. So and I know his fasting is just phenomenal. So I can't wait to jump right in to this E experience. Let's go. Eric Marsh is a strategic planning and innovation professional with over 10 years of experience driving change and pioneering with government agencies, faith-based organizations, startups, and most recently, healthcare. He's bivocational, one foot in government and systems and the other in kingdom work. Eric's most recent accomplishments are being named number 29 on the top 100 list of most innovative leaders in government, starting his own consulting company, The Marsh Method, and finishing the first year of his doctorate in strategic leadership. His life mission is to cultivate greatness within future-focused people and organizations. 
Leveraging his expertise in strategy, innovation, and systems design, Eric helps his clients discover, develop, and deliver on the vision. So, Eric, welcome to the podcast. You, you, you. What up? What up? What up? How you doing, Dr. Latanya? Eric. Yeah, it's good to be here. Oh, yes. Listen, today is amazing. We are going to cover all things fasting. And um, when God began to just shift some things for this episode, he put your name in my spirit. And so that's how I know, like, you about to bring Ooh. the fire. <laughs> Okay. But look, I, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring real fire. Hopefully, it's real fighting. We know that strange fire. Um, <laughs> sorry, that's a church joke. But um, but yeah, it's an honor, man. I think is I, I consider it be an honor anytime God puts me on people's hearts, especially when it comes down to their craft. Because I follow your podcast, I look at what you're doing, and I see your thing, what you're doing right now to be a mighty worker, be so essential. And so to be called upon to be tapped to, to partake, I'm like, I must be doing something right then. But no, it's an honor. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. So we're going to jump right in because we've covered the topic already. We know the topic is fasting and really living a fasted lifestyle. So let's just jump right in. What does fasting mean to you? Fasting means everything to me. In all honesty, so we have spiritual gifts, you know, of prophecy and all these different things. But then I think we all have these tools, right? And so, prayer. When you're a prayer warrior, prayer is your tool. Worship is your tool. Um, reading your word, that's your sword, you know. But I feel like fasting is a tool that has become so pivotal to me, and I and I also believe it's very important to men because you know men are strong in the flesh, women are typically strong in heart. And so when you think about me as a man of God you know, son of the most high I have on your t-shirt right now. They can't see it, but I had to make sure I wore this t-shirt. I put it on for your podcast. Yeah. But as a son, as a son of God, you know, it's, it's essential in me overcoming my flesh. And I don't always, when I say that, I don't necessarily mean it in always in this sexual way, like you need to check your flesh, but in this way of overcoming my imperfection, my fallen state, um, the, the things about me that get in the way of my own self. Wow. When it comes to pursuing God, because so often I feel like you can pray and you can say, Lord, you can call on God and you can get, you know, access to his agenda. But carrying that things out, carrying that thing out and really walking that thing out, you, you have to get out of your own way. And so when it comes to me being who I'm supposed to be, fasting has been critical critical to me in my walk and just me as a person as I've closed the gap between, you know, who I believe I am and who I believe God has called me to be. So it means everything. It's, it is my tool. I do it so much. And that's why I love the topic of this. You say grace to fast. Cause I truly feel like, and I know that's why I'm here because I know I'm grace to fast. It's something I do all the time. It becomes very natural to me. So. Wow. That is amazing. You said so much there. Um, I love that you, you know, said that it's a tool, you know, it's mm -hmm. well-equipped, you know, yeah. as, as Christians, but let's pull out this very necessary yeah. tool <laughs> yeah. that God has equipped us with. Um, and another thing you mentioned too, like, are you accessing his agenda? I thought, whoa, wait a minute. Who's, whose agenda are you accessing? Is it yeah. yours? Yeah. So that's the, that's the key. Like, and, and I say a tool because fasting is, is, is secular, right? Like people have, you can have faith. Faith is secular too. People have faith and they believe in their self, believe in yourself. And so athletes fast to lean out, you know, you can be fat in the spirit. You know what I'm saying? 
And they, there's literally places in the Bible where they talk about, I think it's in Ezekiel, where, um, you know, they, these, these leaders of the church were fat, they were obese, and God is saying, I'm going to separate them. And so... That's amazing. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be lean in the Lord. I'm trying to be lean in the spirit, you know, muscular. Lean in the Lord. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, you know, you mentioned so many things, especially as it relates to you being graced to fast or really living a fasting mm -hmm. style. Um, how has fasting really changed or shifted your trajectory? Wow. That's a really good question. I would say when it comes to my journey, fasting has helped me to be dialed into what God wants me to do. And I believe a, a critical part of our walk, people always say obedience. And so obedience, I feel like that you got a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times. Did you get it done? But it's more so about response, right? And so when you're fasted, it makes you sensitive to the holy, to what God is trying to do moment by moment, day by day. And it's like eliminate those things that like the noise of life, your flesh and stuff. And so you're able to respond and so often we miss these opportunities to reach people to get to the next level because opportunity shows up and we're not ready. Oh and God. so my kind of me and my, when I say my development, I would say that's been one of the biggest things is just being able to be connected and feel connected on a consistent basis to what God um, is trying to do. And so, wow. and it's about that agenda, right? Like you pray, you can call his name, you can get his attention, but are you, are you walking out his agenda, right? Because yeah. it's so easy to say, God, you know, he hears you every time you speak, but am I walking out his agenda and how he wants it to happen? That's good. And, um, and then how is, it's like your posture, right? And so fasting, it, I mean, you crucify your flesh. And God said, I mean, Paul was like, he would say that, um, you know, I, I, make my, I make my flesh a slave. I beat my flesh daily. It was, he was talking about running your race to win it not just running it. Yeah. And that's what Paul was talking about. And you can be a carrier of the presence of God. And it's funny because he was like, you know, he doesn't want you to run. He's like, I'm not running this race aimlessly. I'm not just running it to run it. Um, I'm not going to be fighting the air. You know, I am going to be disciplining my body because after I've preached to others, he says, after I preach to others, I myself do not want to be found disqualified. So you can speak his word and change everybody else's life. But if you're not connected, you won't see the fruit on your own. My gosh. Just as you, as you talk, it just felt like your journey has shifted in such a way yes. that so much more open to hear Holy Spirit, you know? Yes. As you live this fasted lifestyle. Oh my, yeah. It's so interesting because oftentimes I'll say, you know, oh, if I'm fasting, oh, my clarity is amazing. My clarity was amazing. <laughs> huh? And um, and it's like, oh, God, I want this clarity all the time, you know? All the time. I'm in a place where I'm, I'm hearing you regularly all the time. Mm -hmm. so I believe that that's what's so important about what you're saying is that, you know, your journey has shifted because of your ability to hear because of your fasted lifestyle. So Yes. Come on now. Mm -hmm. Teach the people. Teach the people. <laughs> Speaking of teaching the people, you know, one thing we love at Spirituality Podcast are practical tips. <laughs> what uh -huh. practical techniques have been beneficial to you to really live this fasted lifestyle? Like, what would you share with others? So often people are intimidated by fasting and they say, Lord, I'm going to be hungry. I'm going to be thirsty. I'm going to be whatever. I, I have 
I believe that I'm like a teacher by heart. So, you know, I'm not, we don't know simple vibes like that. But consistency is more important than intensity. Consistency is more important than intensity. And so when you talk about this daily walk, so often people try to approach fasting. I'm just not going to eat. I'm going to shut it down. You know what I'm saying? But the reality of it is you're trying to sprint a marathon. Wow. You know? wow. And so you can't sprint a marathon, right? And so in the same, you can, there are days where I'm like, I'm turning down my plate. I'm not listening to no music. I'm not taking in nothing. It's just me and God. I'm shutting it down. And so those are those days and those seasons, so, but they typically are short. And so, but I ha- I've had those in long, intense days, you know, 10, 12, I've done 17 days on just straight water before. And, you know, that, this, and this 17, yeah, 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 17 days. And, and so that is intense, but that did not happen the first time I fasted, right? And even in that, you know, God really honors this consistent, this consistency of, you know, every day, you know, I'm surrendering something to you. When I fast for my business, that's daily. You know, it's something I'm giving up every day for my business, for what I want to do, because I want to be sensitive every single day. So I would say, don't be so intimidated by, I want to, like, you, we know, we see these people out here struggling. Like when they, when they're fasting, they let their mouth dry, their corners of their mouth and stuff. And they try to carry it like it's, but I feel like, and there are places in the Bible that say, you know, the world is not supposed to know that you're fasting, you know? And when you're graced to do something, it should look effortless and it shouldn't be, the world shouldn't look upon you as if this is a burden, that the the cross that Jesus has given you to carry is a burden because when you're graced to do it, um, you make it look easy. It might look hard to you. And we as believers, we touch and agree with each other. Like, man, you got it. But the world's like, why are you so dope, yo? You know what I'm saying, yo? Because that's, that's, yeah, that's the glory. That's the glory, man. That's what we're doing. I love that. Another thing that I just, I'm just picturing right now, someone trying to fast and starting out that way, right? Where they're like, oh, I'm not going to Mm -mm. eat anything because someone told me this is what, you know, I need to do. Or the opposite of that, like, oh, I'm just going to shut down social media for a little while. And like, they're afraid to get rid of it. No, 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 no. And that's another thing. Every fast, your plate you cannot skip your plate when it comes to fasting. If you're going to be fasting social media, you need to be fasting your plate. Come on. If you're going to be fasting from people, you need to be, you need to be turning your plate down. Okay. Because you, your flesh is your, like, I'm telling you, when you are fasting, when you're turning down your plate, it checks your flesh. And it ensures that you're approaching things with the right posture. Because stuff hit, it hit different. You know, like a fast cannot be edifying if, you're, if you ain't right. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like, Lord, I'm hungry. You know, you go from Lord, I'm hungry. Lord, I'm thirsty. Like, Lord, I'm hungry for you. Lord, I'm thirsty for you. You know, like the same word, but it it just hit different, you know? Yeah. So you you have to always, I would not be um, fasting for social media if I wasn't turning my plate down. It's it's essential. Um, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. You do have those kind of two extremes of people, but I always tell people that it's what's more important is pulling it from your gut. You know, you're denying yourself. It's the, it's all about that gut. That's where Holy Spirit lives. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that you said consistency, you know, is more important than intensity. And so mm-hmm. what that means to me is that, you know, you can take a moment and like, just let, let chicken go, let, let chicken go. <laughs> yeah. 
let me yeah. go, you know, let sweets go for, you know, a little while um, and not feel like you have to drink just water. But, um, you know, once you get up to that place, you know, once you have built your stamina, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yes, stamina. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. Those are really good. Mm -hmm. So consistency, people, not intensity. Not intensity. I would say, and this is something that I know you you stand with when it comes to prayer, you should you should not be fasting without praying. Okay, because that's just a diet. It should be connected. It's just a diet. Amen. <laughs> it's just a diet. And it's like you you'll grow, like you can grow, but what is I feel like when you're when you're fasting and you're and you're putting in work, I feel like fasting to me is like training. And when you're working in a silo, that's like working without communicating with God. Like you don't you have to make sure you're doing it for the right reason. You have to make sure like there's some people that I know that they've they've fasted and they've been stuck on a fast for like four or five weeks, you know. But I'm like, if you was talking to God, then that I don't know when it's gonna fast. How you gonna know when it's supposed to end? So often like I used to do that. I'd be so gun ho. I'd be like, I done fasted for three weeks. And I'm like, I should have stopped fasting on day three if I was praying and listening to God. Come you know, on. Listen, then you it, get it's not it looked different for everybody. And so if you're not praying, you can't listen to what God is saying to you, right? And that's what you're doing. You're becoming sensitive so you can, you're increasing your sensitivity so that you can communicate and have that open line of communication with him. And so you got to make sure you're praying um, because that too is edifying to your spirit too, especially praying in the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. For those who have their prayer language, it's so edifying to your spirit. And so that'll fill you up. Yeah, yeah. And when you're in the minute, in those moments. You get hungry. Lord, I feel these hungry. <laughs> <Let> me... <laughs> Listen. It happened to me today. You know, I'm I'm fasting and praying because I know I'm coming to talk on this. And so I had a craving for popcorn today at work. Oh. Movie theater popcorn. Out of nowhere, I'm like, this ain't nothing but the devil. Trying to get me to pick up some popcorn on the way in for hopping this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nothing but the devil. We ain't gonna let him. <laughs> we ain't gonna let him. Actually, that's too funny because the last time I fasted for, I think it was 21 days, I wrote down everything the devil tried to tempt me with. It was popcorn. It was cookies. It was Rice Krispie treats. It was everything. I was like, Lord, I'm just going to write down everything the devil trying to tempt me with. <laughs> and you have to have a certain perspective, you know, when it comes to temptation and doubt. And I feel like everything, um, everything that I have doubt about is a reminder to me that I can. And so when the enemy comes at you and say, you need to go in that popcorn. I'm like, I don't need that popcorn. I can do it without that popcorn. Matter of fact, I ain't getting popcorn the next time. Go to the movie theater. That's a joke, but yeah. You know. I think this is a good time to take a break and just remind you that if you're listening to this podcast and you are loving what you hear, to go over to Apple. Go over to Spotify, go over to whatever podcast platform you're listening to right now and rate this podcast. Come on, y'all. I need some fives. I need five stars. So rate the podcast. Put a review in. Let me know what you're thinking because that is how this podcast will rise to the top. And I seek to be amongst the number one players. So please go ahead, rate, review, subscribe, and share. Thank you.
Well, you know, we love to hear about spiritual maturity because it really sounds like um, fasting has gifted, you know, you so much that it's putting you, it's put you in a place where, you know, you're just more spiritually mature. Would you say so, you know, and how? How has fasting really increased your spiritual maturity? It's, it's increased my maturity because fasting is not a, a transaction. Like, I'm going to pay you and then you're going to give me this. It's not, it's not a return of investment. That's not why you fast. That's not why you pray. That's not why you worship. That's not why you do anything in the kingdom. You right. do it because you do it unto God. You do all things as unto God. And the fasting, it, it changes you. It transforms you. And so I literally come out of fast and not have taste for certain foods anymore. Mm. Like I, I, gluten fell out of my diet. Dairy fell out of my diet as a result of fasting. Wow. I didn't say, oh, I'm going to be gluten-free. I just don't eat. I don't have taste for that stuff. And I naturally eat clean. And I would say my journey in eating well and like my makeup and my desires and stuff changing really pivoted for me in 2011 when I did my first like consecration and corporate fast. It was a 40-day 40 40 joint, 40-day consecration, top of the year. I was like, whoa. And then I kept it. I kept those habits. I'm like, Okay. Mm, so would you say that's what literally like shifted, you know, your, um, your mm -hmm. lifestyle? You know, yeah. Following through with that one? Because mm -hmm. I got my prior language the year before on a mission strip in September. And then that spring, that, um, that January, here I am going into this fast. And um, I was doing it with a group of people. And I was like, we're going to do straight water for three days. And then we're going to go fruits and vegetables and stuff. Wow. And I was like, "Why well, I'm not hungry. Everybody else hungry. I ain't hungry. And I, just, I discovered my grace for fasting that first time because I wasn't even hungry for the first seven, eight days. Right. I was talking to my pastor and he's like, you know, he's like, he don't, he's like, I don't get hungry until like nine or 10. And I was like, hmm. And I, I was about nine, about eight and a half. I won't know nine or 10, about seven. Mm -hmm. I was like, hmm. But at that point I was like, okay, let me start praying about this thing. That's amazing. Um, um, mm -hmm. I would say too, I'm glad you said, you know, it was definitely a corporate fast that I did that, um, I think it was for about a 30 day, 31 days. And, um, and that's when I fasted for real, like, Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know how like Lent used to come around? Lent, I'm giving up chocolate. I'm giving up something. It's like something so small, <laughs> like, you know, and then. I'm giving up, I'm giving up coffee. I know, right? And a and a week into Lent, you like, mm, I'm back on it, like you know, you know for the first time, I followed through, and I thought, oh my gosh, like I literally did not have a taste for meat, after yes. and I did not have a taste for certain things, like literally, mm -hmm. appetite had changed, and even as I tried to eat some things, it made me sick. So you know, sometimes that's what it takes. It takes you know us building our own stamina too fast for ourselves yes. ourselves but then sometimes it just takes a corporate you know fast the church saying yeah. like, you're this mm -hmm. serious mm -hmm. we can you can leverage you can leverage somebody else in the spirit when it comes to fasting that's why we shouldn't um you know i, I my ministry is i mean i'm always talking to dudes i'm always talking to me i'm always talking to entrepreneurs and these are people that are really self-reliant and they try to do stuff solo most entrepreneurs ain't trying to talk about team. They don't even trust people with their stuff, you know, but you gotta, you do it, do it with the team, get you a team, get your prior partner, get you a group, 
Good. people that are that are seasoned and that'll be there to encourage you and be able to speak to you in that because you want to see that you want to see that transformation absolutely right? that's the fight you're fighting for your soul you're fighting for your soul so that you can be a conduit of god's power his strength his authority mm-hmm. his purpose into the world so you can influence somebody else's life and yeah. so that's ain't about you impressing people it's literally you're beating on your flesh you're fighting for your own soul when you turn down your plate because if you don't edit at the end of the day it takes what it takes it takes what it takes like we can say i'm trying it takes what it takes and so you got to get to that next level if you're trying to if you're trying to see that thing happen in your lifetime you got to get there and it really comes down to you being yielded to god and getting out of your own way Um, you know you mentioned temptation you can't be temptation tempted by something you don't have a taste for. <laughs> It'll be gone, gone. Listen. So, anyway, yeah. I'm glad too that you mentioned um, just fighting because I really feel like you know that's what fasting is. It's fighting for yourself. It is mm-hmm. developing your own self discipline. Yes. Um, and then, of course, the Bible tells us that some things only come out through prayer and fasting. And so when you got them demons or them, you know, them spirits, ah, we gonna have listen. to to get those things out, okay? Yeah. Like you, like you are, you are a vessel, right? You're a vessel. And so people try to go to that pastor. I need deliverance. Can you help me get this out of me? You gotta break. You trying to get somebody to break your vessel and pull that out of you? When oh, you fast, break it yourself, and it'll pour out. Yeah. And you gotta pull it out if you break it, and you it'll pour out. Yeah. So much stuff that comes off you with an ease. When you subject it, when you say, I, I'm pursuing you, God, I'm turning this down. I, like Paul would say, I always go back to that. You know, I'm making my body a slave. You know, I am not going to let the enemy take away my season. Ooh, you know, let the enemy take away. Yeah. I'm not going to let him take away my season because like when, when you're talking about it's, um, it's work, it's a fight. You know, that's that's a divine fight. And there's a difference between a fight that the enemy gives you and it's the distraction. But then there's these divine battles that we fight that energize us, that take us to the next level. And if you're not strong, you're going to find your place in a place where you're going to find yourself in a position where you're worn out. And that's in when you read about Daniel, you study Daniel, like in Daniel chapter seven, um, like it talks about how the enemy, he will speak against the most high. He's going to speak against God. And his goal is to wear the saints, saints of the most high out. He's trying to wear them out. Yeah. And he's doing this because he wants to change the time. He wants to take people out of season because he can't, the battle's already won. He's given you the power to overcome. He's giving you the power to overthrow. All this stuff is done, but you have to manifest these things in God's timing. And what he can't destroy, he wants to revert. He wants to delay. And you're out of alignment and you're not in tune. You're not dialed in. I always say dialed in like the sun dial. Cause if you're not dialed in, you're going to miss your, the timing. I got and, and it's a season to fight. That's Every, good. You got to fight. You got to fight the reap. You got to fight the soul. And then that in-between part, when the growing part, this guy's, this is sowing and reaping. They're not sowing, growing and reaping. God does the growing. There's something in the makeup of a seed that makes it grow. When you work the soil and you set the atmosphere for it. And that's what you're doing when you fast. You're setting the atmosphere for that thing to birth out of you. Atmosphere. Come on now. God, God handles the growth. But the thing is, that waiting part, so many people toil in that part. Like you even got to fight and fast in the wait. Because you're like, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to lose faith. 
And I'm not going to settle while I wait for this thing to come to fruition because I put this seed in the ground and I'm not going to let my flesh make me touch this seed because every time you touch it, it stops growing. When you put it in the ground, you uncover your peak. You got to leave it. And if you ain't going to put it in the ground and put that thing to death, you ain't going to never see the fruit. Mm. Listen, let me tell you something. This is amazing, okay? I feel the spirit right now. <laughs> I'm over here shaking. <laughs> Listen, this is so, so good. Because I really feel like, you know, we, I don't want to say we, because not everybody is in this place, but we get so tempted during a fast, you know, and we need mm -hmm. to led we got to be in a place where we can put down some things for a moment you know when I say a moment a day you know start off in a way that you know is just consistent you know one step at a time we're not asking you to let everything go for uh, 17 days and just drink water like everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but what we are saying is that you can take a day and you know not eat until six o'clock that day or not eat until noon you know until you continue to build um, your own capacity to just you know really fast so mm -mm -mm. that's amazing Eric, you have grown so, so much. You can hear it in everything that you're saying. You can hear it um, in the verses that you're bringing up. I have a whole thing about Daniel and how God just shifted my whole mindset about Look, Daniel. Daniel? <laughs> yes, listen. Because Daniel would have stopped when God told him to stop anyway. Like whether it was 21 days or 30 days or two days. But yeah, so that's the whole mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. What area would you say of your spirituality have you grown the most? And this could be outside of fasting, you know, just in what area have you grown the most in your spirituality? Wow. I would say, and I've mentioned this to you in conversation because we talk about God, we talk about the things of the kingdom all the time, mental toughness. Mm. It's just this mental, mental toughness. And then um, what I'm finding and I'm discovering is, is that I think what we all will discover is that the further you get in your walk, the more you see that there is to be done. There is, no, I, there is no finish line. Like I'm, I'm, I'm realizing that there's not a finish line. There's no arrival when it comes to becoming or consistently pursuing God, right? And so that's why the, my word, single word for this time you're in is... I'm not trying to jump ahead, but I know you do this and you're thinking, what's the word? You know, it's refresh. And the God is trying to show me how to fight and push and have this mental fortitude to say, you know, so long as I'm persevering and I don't faint, that it's going to happen because I know I hear you, God, and I know that your desire is to empty. He wants to empty heaven for us, right? He wants to empty heaven into this earth. Wow. And, and I just believe that since so many things that he's spoken over my life are already done, that it's held up Ooh. by my growth. My God. You know, like it comes when I'm ready for it. His love says, I'm not going to put more on me than I can bear. And that's not like, you know, he's not looking down on me in a bad way. He's I'm not gonna put more on you can bear. E. And so as I fast, as I grow, as I become tougher, he gives me more. And, um, so often the more we, the more that we seek is on the other side of a decrease in self. And I'm just continuing to decrease. And I'm just learning that it's, it's so, it's just a powerful experience, especially this year of isolation. And I believe so many people have missed this opportunity. Wow. Um, because as a someone who fasts, 
um, I see that some so often you have to create boundaries to cut out the noise of life Absolutely. to fast and get into a place where you hear God. He literally shut the world down. Mm. Like he shut the whole world down. Yeah. And for those people who are dialed in, it's a heightened sensitivity. And, um, but you have to be able to see these things in the spirit. Yeah. Um, My gosh. Man, everything you said is resonating with me, um, especially as, you know, you talk about there is no finish line, you know, you're always doing something. And one of the things that God was just saying to me was there's always a new assignment. Like mm-hmm. just if you finish the one that you thought you had, mm-hmm. there's always a new assignment. And, and the more that you decrease, the more that he'll increase. And so mm-hmm. I just you know, say that to the listeners, you know, listen, y'all these assignments are going to continue to come. They're going to come. Yeah, know that, you you know, especially when you're walking in your purpose, when you're walking in alignment with God, that he's going to continue to give them to you because he knows that he can trust you with them. So come on, let's go deeper. We said we're going deeper this season. We're going deeper. We're going deeper. We're killing them. We're <laughs> killing them out here. Well, you said your oh. word was refresh. Um, that, you know, that's what God is teaching you in this season of your life. Is yeah. there else you want to expound upon with Refresh? Yeah, it's like, it's funny. Uh, anybody got a, if any, any realists out here, this, this isn't really an issue anymore. If you had a jailbroke fire stick, you know, when you watch a whole bunch of fire stick stuff, yeah. you get to a certain point where you got to clear that cat, the cachet, you got to clear it for it to operate, you know? Or you got to clear your web browser. You know, you got too many. Mine ain't Jerobroke. I got an app, okay? I had an app, but I, I pay. I, I, I make sure I sell. I buy these people stuff on Amazon now. Uh, I try to go around um, the streaming services now. But that refresh has been power, powerful for me because he's things are about to speed up for me. They just are. They're speeding up. And I've, I've used, I'm a guy who's, you know, I do strategic planning. I do systems. I'm a guy that likes to be in a routine, you know, but God is showing me the difference between me being in, being in my routine and me, and then, and me operating according to the rhythm of heaven, the rhythm of the wow. kingdom. That's amazing. And so he's like, I need you to, I need you, I don't need you to get it fine. I need you to break yourself away from these routines that you've established to make you grow. And I need you to get in sync with me because I need you to be able to respond. I need you to be able to flow. Like both of us are not in our hair. It's bouncing together because this is what he wants. He's like, you with me? And Mm -hmm. it's like, and that's what he wants. It's it's more like, um, like boxing and building his reflexes, like, like these counters and just really working with God right now. Um, So this refresh has been powerful for me because it's like, he's clearing, he's like clearing the plate. He's allowing me to finish, like giving me the mental fat capacity to finish a lot of things that have been in the work. That's amazing. Um, Listen, come on, get in sync. I love that. Get in sync. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what God is doing. And if that takes you fasting during this time to reconnect and to, you know, really pull some things out, cleanse yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things that you have been attached to yes now is the time in the season especially as we're going into a new year come on people mm-hmm. it's perfect time to fast so yes we'll have to see what this application is like mm-hmm. i just call yeah so that. that's when you say when you say pray 
I was really looking at this um that pray without ceasing and that Greek word is um I want to say this so wrong and I'll butcher it, but you better look it up. Um, but, but without ceasing, it means to be uninterrupted. And so, and that's to not allow circumstance to cut something off. And when you look at that Greek word, the root word of that, idealpitos or something like that, it's dial. Wow. It's dial in there. And so that dial is about the hour of something, the day of something, the season of something. And so when it says without ceasing, it's not necessarily about going nonstop, but it's also operating with accordance to the season and what you should be doing in that moment. And so when we transition to this new year, it's just going, you got to make sure you're in rhythm with, with heaven, man. You got to make sure you know what day it is on God's agenda. You got to know what day it is. Come on. That's good. You living, you living in last week and a lot of people going to be doing 2020 next year because they ain't do it this year. You ain't do what you're supposed to do this year. With the word, all right? And with the wind of the spirit. Yeah. Okay. Well, gosh, Eric, this has been amazing. You girl, have I love you, girl. All the gems <laughs> on how we are going to live our fasted lifestyle, how we're going to, you know, take on the mantle and be graced to fast as well. Um, I want people to, um, to follow your journey. You know, where can people follow you? What do you have going on? Share those things with us. Um, so my name is Eric Marsh. <laughs> my Instagram handle is the Marsh method, the Marsh method. You can find me on, um, Instagram is kind of like where I'm at. I'm getting into clubhouse now, but I'm really focused on growing where I'm initially established, which is Instagram and Facebook. Cool. Um, follow me there, connect me there. I will be doing some things, um, in these last few weeks of the year. I'm going to be doing a fast. Um, and you kind of confirmed that with me. And it's going to be fasting for your future. It's going to be fasting for your future. And it's just going to be a time of fasting to get revelation about your future and what's next for you. Not how to do it, not how to apply it, but literally to record what God is saying to you about what's coming, um, coming for you. Because so often we try to skip to the application, skip to the do it, skip to the, but that's going to be the focus of the fast. Just get revelation and just record the word of God for you. Um, when it comes to what's coming for you. And then I'll be there to help whoever it is that wants to do it fast, think it through because I do strategy and such. But um, I do that and I have some workshops coming up that I want to be advertising um, and sharing about. I do strategic vision planning workshops. And so I do one for men at the beginning of each year. And I had my first one this year and I'll be doing the next one in January. But I want to be doing something that's more general and teachy about uh, strategy just to help people cultivate their own greatness which is one of my personal mantras is just cultivate greatness mm-hmm. come on man come on to the workshop mm-hmm. i love that of course um as you all know all of the information will be in the show notes so you can easily find eric's instagram and his what girl bless you girl <laughs> so um so yes just go there and find it well, thank you so, so much for gracing the Spirituality Podcast, Mike. We will look forward to everything that you are doing. But, you know, we got to move on to this A because this application, though, is about to be good. So here we go, y'all.
All right, we made it to the A. Listen, this application is the part you all love because you get the opportunity to test it out. You get the opportunity to go home and try what we just talked about. And so I'm so excited about this because, of course, you know, we're talking about fasting, so why not? Let's do it, right? Well, before I get into the real application and, you know, some of the things that um, that I feel would be amazing for you to do before this year ends, I really want to talk about something that Eric mentioned at least two or three times during our segment. He talked about having your heavenly language, the gift of tongues baptism of the Holy Spirit, right? And it's so, so important, you know, to use your heavenly language um, daily, especially when you are fasting. And I know what you might be thinking. Not everyone has a heavenly language and not everyone can speak in tongues. That is okay. And because of that, God has laid it on my heart to host a Zoom call so that anyone who hasn't received the gift yet, um, we can pray for it together. I personally received my, my gift on FaceTime. Okay. Literally someone prayed for me and that's how I received the gift. And, um, and I've also, you know, prayed with some people on FaceTime and they received their gifts. And so I want you to stay tuned because In the beginning of the year, in January, I'm going to host a Zoom call for anyone who wants to receive the gift and we will pray together. If you already know that's you, drop me a DM, drop me an email and let me know. You can just say something simple. I want to speak in tongues, you know, or, you know, I want to receive the gift, something of that nature. And that way I'll already have you kind of on the list to contact. So just wanted to throw that out there because he mentioned heavenly language so many times. All right. So as we think about this application, we want to fast. Now, this is the thing. I love the way God works because he didn't say, tell them to fast and fast today. Tell them to fast next week. Nope. He wasn't very specific at all besides the fact that you needed, when I say needed, needed to fast before this year ends. Okay. Listen, it's a couple, we got a couple more weeks, you know, in December, but before we end this year, God wants you to go into a fast. And that is the reason why I believe this episode was so urgent because God is just showing me how important it is to begin to cleanse ourselves of some things, to remove some things, you know, even that we've picked up in 2020, right? to just cleanse our guts from, um, you know, all the things we snacked on and really allow him room and time and space, you know, to manifest in those areas. And so I want to challenge you in this application to fast. You can choose whatever day you want to fast. It can be several days. You can choose whatever, whatever level or intensity. It could be a Daniel fast. It could be two days. It could be you know, not eating until 12 noon. It could be not eating until, you know, 6 p.m. But there is a fast in you and God wants to remove some things and really cleanse your spirit and allow, you know, um, more clarity to come in. The last seven days of this year, I am doing a prayer challenge. So if you know that you'll be joining me on that prayer challenge, 
This is a perfect time to fast. Fast on those set those last seven days. Yep, that means that you ain't going to be able to eat everything you want on Christmas. And yep, that means that you ain't going to be able to eat everything you want on New Year's. But guess what? This is a sacrifice. And if you're not willing to sacrifice your plate for your purpose and your provision and your prosperity, then whoo, we got a lot of work to do. Okay? We say we're going deeper this season. So the application for this episode is to fast. Whatever that looks like for you, put down something, put it down before this year ends. What are you willing to sacrifice is the question. What are you willing to sacrifice? All right. If you are joining in on that prayer challenge, listen, the link is in the show notes along with everything else. So head on over to the show notes because there's so much happening and there's so much in store for spirituality during this season. All right, you got this. All right, so just as we end every episode, I just want to end with a word of prayer. So Father God, I thank you. Lord, I thank you now, God, for who you are. God, I thank you right now, oh God, for just being the alpha and omega, for being the beginning and the end. Father, you are everything. You are Yahweh, Lord. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are Jehovah Nisi. Father God, you are everything to us. And Father God, we thank you now, oh God, for who you are in our lives. Lord, we thank you for this episode. We thank you now, oh God, that something, some place in our hearts, some place in our minds, some place in our souls, in our spirits has been touched by you during this time. Father God, I thank you now, God, for living a fasted lifestyle. Hallelujah. A fasted lifestyle. Father God, I thank you now, God, that you are touching places in us that haven't been touched in a long, long time just because we are going into a season of fasting. Father God, I thank you right now, God, for every person under the sound of my voice, Lord, who is willing to sacrifice something for their purpose, something for their prosperity, something for their provision, oh God, something for their new year. Father God, I thank you, hallelujah, for everybody who is under the sound of my voice, oh God, who is willing to put their plate down, oh Lord. Lord, I thank you. For every place in us, oh God, every dry place, oh God, that you are watering right now in the name of Jesus because we fasted. I thank you now, oh God, for every confused place that you are um, bringing clarity to right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you right now, oh God, for every place, oh God, that is seeking confirmation and every person that is seeking confirmation, oh God. And I know right now, oh God, that it's coming through their fast. Lord, I thank you for every place, oh God, and every person, oh God, that is seeking something different. Lord, I thank you for different. I thank you for deliverance. Lord, there are places, oh God, and people, oh God, who need deliverance. So Lord, I thank you that everything that you are uprooting right now, oh God, in the spirit realm, because of our fast, oh God, will be pulled out, oh God, and never to return. I send spirits and bad spirits back to the pits of hell where they belong, oh God. And I send them back broken and destroyed, broken and destroyed. Father God, I thank you for now, right now, oh God, that you're replacing those things with heavenly languages, oh God, and with spirits, oh God, there are of you. Father God, I thank you for being you. Mm. 
Lord, you are everything, Father God. You are everything to us, Lord. And Lord, we thank you that we are well equipped to handle everything that is coming our way. Father, I thank you for this time of refreshing. I thank you for this time of cleansing, oh God. Lord, I thank you now, God, that we are shedding and pruning any and everything that we have picked up this year, oh God, that does not belong with us. Lord, I thank you for realignment now in the name of Jesus. And I thank you now, God, that you are putting us back in our rightful place. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you that everyone under the sound of my voice, oh God, is going to move forward in confidence in their fasted lifestyles. Father, thank you. Thank you, God, for this episode and thank you for this platform. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for tuning in. I am so excited about what God is doing in the lives of everyone that is connected to spirituality. It is because of you that this podcast is prosperous. Speaking of prosperous, if you would like to sow a seed into spirituality or Dr. Latanya Moore, feel free to send it via cash app at the Dr. Moore. That's at T-H-E-D-R-M-O-O-R-E. I appreciate you so much for joining this journey with me. So follow the journey by hitting subscribe, share the podcast, and follow me on Instagram at the Dr. Moore. You can also hit me up in you know my Gmail. Just send me an email at drlatanyamore at gmail.com. If you are a faith-based entrepreneur, listen, I would love to partner with you. Send me a message and let's connect. This is about to be epic.